five, four, three, two, one. Hello, guys. Um, welcome to our podcast, TBD Talks. <laughs> <laughs> This is gonna go well. <laughs> All right. No, yeah, no, no, no. I'm just, we gotta do. We gotta keep boys the, gotta and keep girls, the light. men and women, guys and gals. How are you guys doing? Yeah, doing good. Stop are we asking them? Or are we asking us? <laughs> you know, everyone uh, could everyone. be both. You know. <laughs> I hope uh, those who are watching are having a good day or a good night, a good morning. <laughs> yeah, wherever you are, you know. Yeah. Um, so this is gonna be yeah. the first episode of our podcast, TBD Talks. Yep. Let yeah. Yeah. Can um, I get a Yahoo in chat? Yes, please. No, I'm just kidding. All right. So, um, um, so you guys yeah, like to introduce right? yourselves? All right. So our podcast is mainly led by three of us, which are me, Butter, so funny though. It's okay. Just keep it up. It's it's all it's all good content. So it's good. It's fun. Okay. Let's just yeah. So, I'm Butter, and we have Shy and. That's me. The. <laughs> Not... Hey, what's up? My name is the. No, it's. I'm Grant. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. For any of you guys watching on the channel, thank you for joining. Uh, this is gonna be a undetermined uh time schedule thing. I don't know. We're gonna do it sometimes. This, you know, yeah, this is our first episode. We haven't really figured yeah. out the time. Well, we're, we're still figuring out the things. We kind of just decided this yeah. yesterday. There's no so schedule, everything. really. I did make the logo, though. So that's you did make the logo. Like he made the logo, logo in like change. 20 mm -hmm. minutes. <laughs> yeah, it might change though. So we'll figure that out. It would um, definitely yeah. probably change. The logo. We have a we have a couple I of need... topics to choose from. Uh, Butter, you want to start us off? Yeah. Um, since we're in a bit of a Time crunch today. I feel like we could go with something a lot of bit more lighthearted, like talking about like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was reading the topic list. Okay, I was reading the topic list, and then you said lighthearted, right? Um, oh, we have someone in chat who actually uh, suggested a a very interesting topic. Okay, but we'll get that in just a second. Okay. But I was just reading through the topic list, and when he said something very lighthearted, I just read one that wasn't very lighthearted. So you know, it's just it's just funny. Okay, so okay. Continue. Um, <laughs> I wanted to start with Avatar: The Last Airbender and Legend of Korra because I know a lot of people watch those shows, and you know, a lot of people have different opinions on them. But I feel a like... lot of people do have a different opinions. Right. You're right. I actually um recently watched Avatar: The Last Airbender when it came on to Netflix. Oh, have you? How far are you on the show? Oh, I finished it a while back. Oh, okay. So we're pretty much on board with what the show is about and things like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, we've all watched it. I used to. I was one of the people who watched it when it came out on Netflix, like back, back on Netflix, like a long time ago. So, I'm lucky and privileged to. I did not. I in fact pirated Korra before I started watching. You did. Avatar. So awesome. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a weird <laughs> a uh uh watching order, watching Korra before Avatar. Oh yeah. I did the same thing actually. I mean like oh, no, not really. I, I watched haven't heard that. Okay, so basically I watched so back in the day, you know, when when Netflix was like 
cool because it had like Scooby-Doo and Avatar, like best combo. Now they have um, them back again. Now they have back again, both Scooby-Doo uh -huh. and, and Avatar. Um, but I watched like the first season or like maybe not even the first season. And then when like like current day, like an age, like when COVID started and stuff, um, mm -hmm. I was like, I really want to get back into that, right? So we went to a local bookstore store near my old stomping grounds um, where I used to live. And what we found there, I was I, like, there was a DVD section for some reason at this bookstore. And I was like, to my sister, I was like, hey, we should go look to find Avatar or something. But instead of finding Avatar, we found all four books of Korra. So we oh, bought wow. them and then we binge watched it during like all of COVID. Wow. So I, like, I watched, I fully watched Korra before I fully watched Avatar. So mm. like you watched the, the first book of Avatar like back in the day? Yeah, like just the first book. Just Nothing the first book. That. So I remember like, like especially, so like I remember like especially the beginning of it, or like like first half of the first book, I remember watching that, you know, back when. Um, but yeah. Let's yeah. Just go with that. <laughs> no, that's the that's the thing I really like about Korra because like, although it is the sequel to you know Avatar: Last Airbender, I feel like most people can watch the show without any prior knowledge and still like get what the idea is about because I think this even though they're related, the two shows are mm -hmm. very different in terms of what they're meant to portray and how they're how the characters themes, are built. Different themes, right? Right, different themes and things like that. Which is why I want to bring up the next point is that. A lot of people who have watched Avatar The Last Airbender tend and like majorly tend to hate Korra. And that's why I want to bring up the topic because like I might have a lot of bias because I grew up watching Korra before I started watching Avatar just based on the circumstances mm -hmm. at the time. So maybe I have a bit more connection to Korra, but I think that majority of the time people who criticize Korra tend to overlook the fact that it's like a very like well-made show in my opinion like and it's just like they compare it because they say it's not the same and my opinion is that they're not supposed to be the same because I agree yeah. right Avatar you know leads Avatar last Airbender leads you to like Aang's life he's like what 12 years old 14 and he's 112 like, actually. Right. He just acts like a kid still because you know he was frozen for so long. But you know, he all all he had had to do, basically, spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it, which I hope you have, <laughs> is that <laughs> he just had to uh... defeat the Fire Lord, you know, and that's it. And him being the avatar, like, although he's a young age, he's very young, I feel like with the help of his friends, it came pretty easily. Like, that was, the entire show led up to one big villain, you know, the Fire Lord or Ozai, and that's it. And that's the end of the show. And, like, that's fine, right? But then Korra, every single book has a, you know, different villain. And yeah. They actually, all... actually, um, before you continue that. Avatar, each book basically has its own villain. Right. Uh, but for I... the first book, it's um, Commander Zhao, and Azula isn't even introduced until like the end of that. Azula's a very Az... villain. Of wait, 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 wait. Let's <laughs> okay. So first, cover this. What did you say? <laughs> huh? <laughs> what did you say? 
Azula? Wait, oh shoot, it's Azula, right? It's Azula. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, quick, quick pet okay. peeve. Uh, I hate some of the pronunciations of names in 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 the. It's Avatar, not an so anime, might... dude. <laughs> the thing is, like, some of them are like the uh... like in in like Asian languages, which is like uh what most like yeah the characters are based off these uh, Asian languages. That's like not how they're pronounced. Like, um, oh, what was okay. what's her name? May is with an M A I when oh it should oh, yeah. be my, my may I don't remember I, it should be an M E I if it's pronounced that way but yeah that's something so yeah uh second book it's Azula where <laughs> Ozai you don't even see his face until book three I'm pretty sure and yeah there, there's basically they... different um villains right. throughout the whole entire show but okay I do agree but there are like certain like times in the show where it would all like mention the Fire Lord Ozai, and like because like yeah there are different villains but they're not like very like, crucial to you know they're they're like small villains that lead to the big villain at the end which is Fire Lord Ozai. Yeah, there's for, there's for, one goal in the end. Mm-hmm. But like, for Korra, every book has like a distinct goal. Like it, mm-hmm. yeah, it can it, it connects to the next book, you know. But it still it's just it, I feel like it's has a lot more impact on the story and that so goal it... affects Korra differently which is kind of right. cool because like each goal that she works towards has either like they both have like like they both um have implications on her life that both affect her negatively and positively and then you see those and some and those other arcs i guess you could call them i don't know like some of the goals happen to have more cons and pros mm-hmm. and then like the next season it has to balance that out and it's like it, it's kind of more of a like Koi was kind of saying at the beginning like because of her older age she's dealing with some oh uh she's dealing with some like bigger problems or problems that are more kind of realistic but like you have like the downs and then you have to build back up to get back to the highs like i don't know but yeah yeah i feel like though with avatar each of the books, I also feel like um they he Aang kind of also has um different goals uh in each book. Okay, before before we continue, I haven't watched Legend of Korra, so I, I can't I don't have too mm-hmm. much uh uh ground in this conversation. But also, what I wanted to say is like in book one, the the goal was to make it to the Northern Water Tribe to learn water bending. Mm-hmm. And the second, the second uh, book, the goal was to go to Ba Sing Se to. Uh, did they? Was it? Was it always to warn Learned the Earth King I think it was about uh, Day of Black Sun? Um, maybe. I remember they. It was just to uh, go to Ba Sing Se. I thought they went to Ba Sing Se because he wanted to meet uh, King Bumi to teach him. About earthbending, or was no? It? Well, he doesn't live in Boston, say so. That don't make any oh sense. no, no, no! The initial goal oh, was to go to um uh, Omaru, um, Omashu, 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 to uh, to uh, to find King Bumi again to learn earthbending, mm-hmm. right? And then, and then they awesome. figure out that oh, um, uh, King Bumi is captured. That's that's before they they meet Toph. Toph, that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, Toph. Toph. 
<laughs> tofu. Okay, for 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 I I I think of top as tofu just because there's like a a top uh Smash player whose uh tag is tofu. Cool. Hmm. Smash player commentary. It's one of those. Yeah. Um. And then the final final season final book is uh defeating the Fire Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there, they kind of had there. There are different goals in each books, but they all are leading up to, right, uh, Aang becoming the master of all four elements. Right, and that's the thing because since you haven't seen like Korra, I won't spill much. But once you do, you'll see a lot of distinction between the two. Like, basically, like she like it 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 take it took um Aang like until basically the like I think in like book three or four to finally master all of the elements right or to learn them at least like because he didn't learn mm-hmm. firebending until he met zuko which is like book three after he like defeated sparky boom boom man he he did try to uh learn firebending in the first book and mm-hmm. right he he failed at that and hurt guitar so which cool. affected him throughout the rest of the the series until uh-huh. uh meeting or learning from zuko right yeah and this isn't a really big spoiler, but, like, Korra basically masters, like, doesn't master, but, like, learns all of them in book one. So, like, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, differences, like, Avatar leads you to the, the story of how he, like, becomes, you know, Avatar and, like, how this journey of learning it. But Korra, it's more, like, what happens after she becomes, like, Avatar. Like, the problems that she deals with, like, things I feel like people were curious about with Aang, like, after, you know... He grew up and things like that because a lot of it were kind of like reference or bits of it were shown in Korra just to see like their I path. interrupt you uh, for just a second? Yes. Oh, I wanted so, to do that. Do you know how uh, uh, Avatar Last Airbender has comics that show what happens after the, the third book that continue the story? Oh, I did not. There are, yeah. They, they, they have comics, yeah. Uh, oh. I, I haven't read any. I don't know much, but it seems like uh it's it, from what i when i've seen little of it seems like it shows the the uh problems that uh Aang has to go through uh as the avatar which kind of sounds like what you're saying with uh how Korra learns everything in the first book and the other books are like uh conflicts and prog- problems she has to go through so mm-hmm. what i'm building up to is do you think if they had like animated these comics or if the comics were like a more uh known or notable part of like, the avatar community people would still be or still not like um the majority of people would not like legend of korra if avatar if ang had also gone through these same struggles i think so possibly because at that point it would just be like a repeat of you know what happened but in a different character but thing is i haven't read the comics so i don't really know how they portrayed Aang as Avatar and how you know what he deals with and how he deals with those things afterwards but for Korra at least I feel like you know it's like very two different time like I guess like you can say like time different like uh, age differences that's what I meant to say because like Aang is still a kid right so he does he deals with things differently and Korra is like a teenager like a lot more mature and then she has to deal with like things that adults deal with so, like, I think it's kind of interesting, like, Aang as a kid has to deal with same things that, like, a normal teenager would, or, like, you know, someone who's a lot older, 
And then mm-hmm. he has the responsibilities of the avatar. Right. And Korra becomes the avatar and has like the responsibility of like basically protecting everyone that she comes to in contact with or just, you know, Republic City, which mm-hmm. is the main setting. And then not only that, but also the, the spirit world. So, yeah. So like I was just going to mention the part about like, this is kind of going back a lot, but I'm waiting for a while. So, um, like, one of the cool things about, like, mastering all the elements in the first um, book is that because of that, you can dive further into, like, like the deeper end of the Avatar state and, like, how that works. And, like, actually being the Avatar on a more, um, like, spiritual level. And, like, mm-hmm. the spirit world stuff is pretty cool. Um, I think it was, like, it's cool to explain, like, also, like, the backstory of the first Avatar, Avatar 1. Like, that was cool. And, like, I think it, it really allows... It, like because it t- a big driving force of like the avatar books is obviously like Aang learning all the elements still like like every book he's he like the first few episodes like okay mm-hmm. where do we find a teacher for you know right. element and mm-hmm. because that is taken away and it's just yeah, like the beginner stuff is all done in the first book you can dive so much further into like just the the more i guess complex and like complicated and interesting like unknown mm-hmm. aspects of the avatar state which i think is awesome yeah no for sure and one of the other reasons why like i i guess like prefer not to say like oh one is better than the other or one is worse than the other but the reason why i prefer Korra is because like it's considered a kids show, right? It's like TV thirteen, TV fourteen. So like, is it TV yeah. fourteen? Is not kids though. Yeah, well, it's not a kids show. Wait, say. <laughs> hang on. Um, quick check. So Grant, you're saying how Korra delves deeper into the the Avatar state and how it works, right? Mm-hmm. For me, uh, a problem I had with uh with the first with Avatar: The Last Airbender, I just it felt like oh. the, the Avatar state was, like, a, just, like, a plot device, like a deus ex machina, where it just saved yeah. Aang whenever he, uh, his, he, his own mm-hmm. skills weren't enough. Because that's how, like, because he didn't have the abilities to, like, control it yet. So I think that was, is mm-hmm. cool how, like, because, yeah, I don't know. Okay, um, so Korra is considered, like, I guess, like, it, I don't know. Depends on what you consider like a kids show, but it's like age nine plus, or age nine to ten plus. So that's like kids show, right? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Ten year olds are pretty grown up. <laughs> I would say that they're pretty old. <laughs> but yeah, like the fact that it's you know, okay, I'm putting kids in quotation marks because that's debatable. But it's TBD. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. And that's that. Thank you for covering the podcast. That... <laughs> Yo, guys, that was just all leading up to this moment. The first topic. We should really move on soonish, but continue. Avatar, right? But like, it mm-hmm. shows a more human side of her. Like, the show like covers like depression, like suicide, um, PTSD, anxiety, and all that stuff. And I think it's really interesting to see like in like kids show once again quotation marks or air quotes yeah but i i think that it's really cool because like you know when you watch i feel like people watch cora 
can relate a lot to Korra more than they can relate to, like, Aang, you know? Because, like, Aang is, like, a kid that just di- discovers that he's an avatar and he's going on his way to, like, become the avatar. And, you know, not many people, like, I don't think anyone can, like, relate to that. But unless you're, like, you know, on your way to do something big and you need you go across a lot of, like, obstacles as a kid, you know? I actually learned last year I'm uh, fated to save the world by... Uh... <laughs> winter so i i can really awesome is it oh, the winter solstice it's probably winter solstice it's the winter solstice yeah uh, anyway, i have much solstice. progress i've just been sitting at home watching anime <laughs> i think we're gonna die uh but continue butter it's great to hear shy well like and then like for cora you know it's like she becomes avatar but that it doesn't stop there it's like she also has to deal with things that you know a normal human would like uh i can't say much but the first literary, the f- end of the first book, like, portrays one of the things that I just described. And I just thought that, wow, that's, like, it's, you know, like, kind of in a way, like, makes you, like, go, like, wow, like, this is, it's kind of cool that this is portrayed, like, you know, kind of, like, in a way, like, they're normalizing it. So, like, people don't really, like, because when it comes to, like, depression, suicide, and things like that, you know, people tend to stray away from it because it's not, like, a really easy topic to talk about. I guess both shows really, like, portrayed, you know some psychological aspect of like a person really like in different like interesting ways mm-hmm. but to me like Cora like showed a lot more right because like I mean it, it it's also makes sense that Cora shows a lot more because Avatar is really really is a kid's show and that's like I think half of Avatar is a kid's show the other half is Zuko and Iroh yeah right and I I think like the reason why I brought that up, this up in the first place because I've heard a lot of negative feedback on Korra and the majority and the, the common theme that I tend to find within those like criticisms is that they don't like the character of Korra or they just it's just not the same. They compare characters that they really like in mm-hmm. Avatar and they put that over certain characters of Korra. Like I've heard people describe like Aang as like a much better avatar than chorus mm, about that <laughs> yeah i do agree i don't think i don't oh, okay this is this might be unpopular to you koi no i mean that's pretty much pretty much heard all of it but basically i think that Korra is not the best i think okay i don't think she's the best character Mm-hmm. Um, I I do think I guess she kind of represents maybe a lot of like people her age, mm-hmm. uh, or I don't know, like her age maybe affects the way that she acts. But I do think she's kind of annoying sometimes. <laughs> In my opinion, the characters, like the supporting characters around her, yeah. are what really make this show. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't think Cora could hold it up on her own. Right. No, that, I agree. But but that's yeah, the thing. Okay. I feel like people have to like separate who she is as a person versus who she is as an avatar. Because I do agree. Like I got frustrated mm. with her while, while watching the show because like why is she okay. acting like that? You know? Why yeah, yeah. She... Like you're just like why? Yeah. What? <laughs> right. But in terms of like like I know like being an avatar is like an umbrella term. Yeah. Sure. You. You have a certain goal that you want to reach towards and just keeping the world balance. That's like the theme. But Aang, although he was a kid, he pretty much like 
you know, got a good grip on that because like he's like he's he's got a good heart. He wants to like you know bring good to the world. But mm-hmm. and you know we got to see a lot of a lot of him as an adult, like in some chorus scenes. And I, I you know I see that, be- but it's more so because like he grew up at that point, and we don't really know what Cora is like when she grows up. But, but I'm assuming she's gonna be like pretty much the same as everyone else. But the thing that I understand, like yeah. I, I agree with what you said too about like how she is as like like you know a person things like that. But I feel like people should like separate who she is as a person versus who she is as an avatar because like saying like you're a bad avatar like what you know like what what does that mean? I like it it I like I know people have their opinions right, but I think it's just it frustrates me when people just hate on Korra for just one like reason where it's not very like in my opinion like very reasonable like saying like. Oh, they're you know, she's not as good as like Aang, and she's not as that. But that's the thing. Like I feel like they're not supposed to be the same. They're supposed to be like two different people who are dealing with two different or dealing with different problems growing up. You know, like if Korra was an exact carbon copy of Aang, I feel like at that point you should just rewatch Avatar again instead of watching another show that showed the same thing that Aang went through, but just a different mm-hmm. character, like a girl version of Aang, basically. But what I'm saying is, I feel like it wasn't meant to be the same. It's supposed to be like a different show, which is why I brought up earlier. I feel like because like if people didn't start watching Avatar and they started watching Korra, they would have been fine. Because like although you know they're related, I feel like the t- the shows are very different to the point where they're unique. You know. I mean, I do think Avatar is better, but yeah, and but like I think Avatar is better. I, 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 I think it's, I think it's Korra. But yeah, I think it's just a matter of fact. People saying. That Korra's bad. I don't mm-hmm. think it's bad. I think yeah, it's just different. I, I don't. I don't think it's bad. And you know, it's. I. 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 You know, in a way, a certain way, like I do agree. Like, Avatar can is better and can be better. You know, but mm-hmm. because I grew up with Korra, I have that more connection with Korra. But that I'm not gonna be like, oh, Korra is so much better and Avatar is bad. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. And both. speaking of bad, the amount of time you spent on this topic. So let's move on. I mean, at this point, topic. we can just have this whole first episode no, about Avatar. No, that's <laughs> not reasonable. I'm sorry mm-hmm. for anyone who feels that we should have talked about, about that for not as long. This is that is, I gotta say, um, at least 40 minutes of Avatar. Yeah, minutes, right? it's, been, it's been almost 40 minutes. Yeah. Uh, I, I just realized so, something. So some people, their uh, um, problems with Korra... Like a small problem, okay. like oh she, it, it, it'll be quick, it'll be quick. She 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 gets the the avatar stuff handed to her. It's too easy, and she just masters all four elements easy, right? Same complaint to people who talk about Boruto compared to Naruto. I haven't watched either, but people oh, people be saying that funny, Boruto actually. learns a uh, uh, very difficult techniques extremely easy. Oh, that is Naruto. All right, that that's it. I don't know enough about okay. Naruto. Naruto Actually, I don't know if his dad is Naruto. I'm right, right? Am I right? Do we want to like stay? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's not, do you want to do you want to get off of the uh, Avatar? Um, yes. Oh my gosh. I'm topic altogether because okay. there there's another one. It's not concerning Korra. It's concerning um the uh, the 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 new live action remake oh. of the show on Netflix. <laughs> So do we do we want to talk about that or we want to leave it to the next episode? But then we're gonna we're just gonna do all. <laughs> I mean, this episode is basically just intense. Avatar the episode, you know? Oh, yeah. 
Starting this off, this is not supposed to go like this. Starting off on the right foot. <laughs> <Okay. sighs> okay. Live action, and we can also oh, and the game also straight and the game. to other okay, live action remakes too. After that, but um, okay, so we can. I'm gonna just it. start off because I haven't got to talk that much because I don't have yeah super strong opinions about that. But the last Airbender movie, the not the movie, not the movie. <laughs> Ooh, not the movie. Um, uh, the re the uh, remake, live action remake, whatever. Yeah. Um, my opinions on it is that I'm quite worried because for those of you who don't know, um, the original producers and directors of Avatar were working on the project previous to like a month ago, and basically, it's a thing. So am I right? I'm yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And yeah. then yeah. So now. Because of um, artistic differences, they have left because Netflix, apparently from their statement, did not give them the freedom they wanted to, um, to like to work on the show. Like they didn't have yeah. the full freedom that they needed. So now I'm worried about it. Like I don't know if it's going to be canon, and it's like that bothers me. And it's just like it's just the fact that they had such big, um, like differences, like such yeah. large differences that the like directors and producers who were excited and super like hyped to work on it had to leave or like felt like they were forced to leave almost that scares me what about you guys this um the the this news of the uh, directors original directors and producers leaving uh this this work uh actually it it leads into a whole entire conversation about how live action remakes in general are like never good like yeah like just Netflix and like you, let's start with Netflix. They have pretty much not like made a good live action remake of any animated uh, story. People like the Witcher series. Oh, oh, the Witcher. Yeah, people did like the Witcher. I've heard the that was Witcher a game, is good. But yeah, um, but then you have like, but let's just let's just say uh, there's a whole lot of uh, anime that have been tried to be reproduced in. Live action and uh, Full Metal Alchemist, say, uh, Death Note, Full Metal Alchemist, uh, Mob Psycho 100, all really good shows, completely uh, massacred by live action. Yeah. And then outside of Netflix, we move to Disney, and we oh. see The Lion King, which well, I've heard I'd only good. not good things about how it is not good. <laughs> what? Okay. You know I'm what? Wait, I just I, I just heard that when when they transition to live action, the characters they don't have any expression. They are animals talking and singing yeah. without as much expression as two D animation. Yeah, I think animation is more fun because it mm -hmm. it gets you into the state of like, yeah, we have like freedom to do whatever you want. Live action is taking that freedom and it's giving it very heavy constraints on it because of it's just... giving it realism when animation yeah. like as like a strange. medium like mostly mo like the, the thing they're adapting animation has so much creative freedom they can yeah. there's so much you can do and then by putting it in live action they just restrict it by so much mm -hmm. and i think the upside of doing live action was that you can hire like you know like famous like actors and singers and make it that, in a way like you know, to make it the movie a bit more I mean, like. Do they not? Is it? It's not no, like they, they didn't do that for the animators. Usually, I I want to say usually, um, 
they basically make these big names the only appeal, yeah. only draw of these live-action movies. <laughs> right. <laughs> we, you have, uh, let's say, Disney. Uh, Beauty and the Beast 20... What was it? 2017? Uh, uh, Emma... What's her name? Ever, Emma, Watson. Emma, Emma Watson. Watson, yep. That was, that was a big name. I think there were, like... Who who is Gusto Gaston? Gaston. Um, that's that, Evan, that a big name? That's Evans. Um, something Evans. Chris Evans. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then with uh, with the new Lion King, you have like a lot of big names there. You have oh, from off the top of my head, you had um, Donald Glover, uh, Beyonce, Beyonce, yeah. Um, I think like, Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Probably. like it's just the big draws. The, the like if you movies. analyze, if you analyze the trailers, it's funny because like the first trailer always ends off with like the like I think the Lion King goes with this like like they're playing the, the soundtrack. It's like dun 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 dun, you know something mm-hmm. like that. And then it's mm-hmm. like while it's doing that, it's like bum 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 name yeah, name yeah, name name names yeah. like the people that are going to be in this movie to drive it. It's like that's basically yeah. what I think um, the same thing happened with Aladdin. Too. Oh yeah, Aladdin. That's that was another yeah. Live I heard people. I, I, story. I heard good reviews about Aladdin though because the Aladdin, people, I, I, I have story heard some good things good. about it. I have heard some good things about it, but also uh, there's there's still just like less less magic when you convert mm-hmm. to live action and the realism again just restricts it by so much. Mm-hmm. Certain parts. Dumbo. Dumbo was another one that was turned into live Never action too. That. No, I haven't either. Oh, I haven't watched the uh, first one, and I didn't watch the second one. Jungle Book. I watched, I I watched Jungle Book. I watch. Jungle Book too. It was really. I think, in my opinion, Jungle Book did a really good job. Yeah. Okay. And, I think well, Jungle Book. Which one? Really which funny. one? The the Netflix uh, one or the um the the other one? The movie. The other one. one. The movie. The movie is a lot better than the Netflix one. The Netflix one. Uh, I don't know. This one isn't even Disney. No. No, but the the Jungle Book movie. Exactly. The, the 2016 one. Oh wait, the no, one by Disney. Yeah. <laughs> yep, the one by Disney. That was like, actually I like that a lot. I think the yeah. I think Blue was actually portrayed. Mm-hmm. Maybe not as much. Like, again, like it's yeah, maybe it's not as much like emotion stuff. But, like his voice and like the way he just acted. Mm-hmm. Like he really got into the character. Like the voice yeah. actor did. But it, it has ninety four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty good. That's yeah. nice. So I um I actually saw a Twitter post the other day and it it brought up a very very interesting idea. It it was basically it was on the topic of how uh like hmm. a lot of times live action remakes ruin uh the the original source material. So they're saying, hey, animation is such a great medium and a great way of storytelling. It's very beautiful. It gives you so much creative freedom. Why don't we start adapting uh famous films into animation instead of the other way around? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that's something that is worth looking into, but also, uh, like, Hollywood doesn't really respect animation unless it right. comes from Pixar or yeah. Disney. But, like, uh, have you have you watched Interstellar? I haven't, but I want I to. have not either, so I guess we can't talk about it, because... I, uh, I know that Hans Zimmer is the composer for that yeah. movie, and I think that's... I one like of Hans. Yeah, I do too. Me too. <laughs> this this wow. next part, coming from a person who has not watched Interstellar, I hope I do not offend people who have watched Interstellar. But I've <laughs> I, I've I've heard that it it is a very beautiful movie mm-hmm. with uh, the like the the expansiveness of space and also it has um 
it's just nice and cool, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how, how would you feel a, a, a animated version of that? Oh, <laughs> see, I don't, I don't, I don't actually, I don't know, I, I, I don't want to like say anything too, too bold because I actually haven't watched the movie, so maybe I shouldn't be talking about this topic at all. But like, uh, a movie like. Uh, I don't know if either of you have. I know Grant hasn't. I don't know about you, buddy, but Here, a movie like Your Name, uh, an anime, has um, really amazing and beautiful scenes of just, like, uh, stars in space and just, like, uh, cities and stuff. And I'm just thinking, what if what if uh, Interstellar was made uh, into an animated mm-hmm. movie with, like, beautiful uh, oh. space space scenes like that and, and such and such. speaking speaking of um of uh turning live action movies into anime you guys seen that star wars anime opening video i have oh, that it's, i like it's that. cool that looks so uh, sick the opening is actually the opening from full monopoly's brotherhood that they use oh. in that yeah i like it then that's cool mm-hmm. that's good but yeah like i i think like there are certain movies like honestly star wars and anime look cap cool Star Wars, yeah, like Clone Wars, cool. <laughs> they they made the prequels like really good with the Clone Wars, right? Yeah, they they took the uh, the 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 world built in prequels, and with Clone Wars they expanded. I mean, it's also uh, it, it was a show, so they had more room to expand things and mm-hmm. such. But like the universe has expanded they, so much through that show. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I like that question actually, but I think I'm just gonna like go real quick. But I think I feel like. For a movie like Interstellar, where it, it like like an like a you know it's like a live action movie, right? For a movie like that to have already received so much like praise and like um like compliments, I guess I don't think like it'd be necessary to turn it into like an animated like shit like thing or series because like for me at least when I watch like an animated show, the only like I'm curious I'm like when I watch it I'm more curious about like oh I wonder what it's gonna look like with like real life like effects and things like that which is also why I'm excited for the live action remake of Avatar but also not because of what Grant brought up. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think, to, like, to to interrupt right there I feel like that's like the only draw of live action remakes I want to see what it looks like in live action I don't really care about anything. Yeah. <laughs> just I want to see I'm kind of curious but like right. Just right. It no, doesn't look as good ever because animation is so creative with everything and there's no restrictions. Mm-hmm. It's just more visual eye restricted candy. Restricted by the technology. Like, That's true. I was talking. I was actually talking about this with Shy uh, like some time in the past. I think maybe. Um, but basically, like I explained it this way: where it's like um, watching a movie that's live action. You're seeing a lot of things you've already seen before, mm-hmm. just as in like the real world. Right, animation mm-hmm. being fresh, new, like all from the start, from the ground up, mm-hmm. like they build, like the style of animation is never exactly the same. And you're seeing something that's like been designed from the ground up. Like the world hasn't been designed from the ground up every time a new live action movie is released. But right. like when animation stuff comes up, like it's just visual eye candy because it's like, oh my gosh, that's like that's different. That's different new. art that's, styles too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just all. It can be so much more visually intriguing mm-hmm. yeah no i agree I, i'm do you, you want to continue butter or oh well i was gonna say like i definitely agree but like, like i said before like i feel like for like a, already like a, like a visually stunning movie like interstellar you know i feel like people have already like had their expectations like wow like i can't believe this is like a movie i really feel like to turn it into like an animated series where you know a lot of more possibilities can happen 
it will still look nice, right? But people, I feel like it will appeal as much to people because they'll be like, well, I've already seen what the potential it has for being like a live action movie. So like, is it really necessary for me to see how it would I've look? I've already and seen it, the potential of Avatar in animation. Why do I want to watch something that's going to be worse? Well, because you can, it's, I think it's kind of like a curiosity among people to like see what it, what just feel like they want to see what it looks like in like real life, you know? Like, no, but he does have a point. Like, I don't, I don't feel the urge to, like, honestly, there's, I would, I would say there's probably more things I would have the urge to see in an animation style mm-hmm. than I have to see in live action. So, uh, one, one, one thing I, I'm looking at the tweet right now. A really good example that they brought up was um, how into the Spider Verse, Spider Man before then, like the 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 mainstream media was basically all like live action movies, the uh, the mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire stuff, the uh, yeah. the what's his name, Andrew, Andrew Garfield, Garfield. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, and the Tom one Holland. at that point, Tom Holland, yeah. But then you 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 get Spider Verse, which has such such great animation, really good art style. And it like it's it's been like the best Spider-Man media. Actually, I, I can't say about like comics or whatever, but like in recent times, it's been like the best uh, Spider-Man media in, just, in storytelling and in, in looks in in just like everything. Mm-hmm. And that that was an animated version of of what most people had seen as like live action, like the, yeah. the general public. Yeah. Like oh, I... Sony's. Spider-Man never took off until he did animated, like a- until he did it animated. Um, like it's just it gave him a way to again like show something that's new and different. Like the animation style was so new and different mm-hmm. that like even just purely for like watching it and just like looking at it, like it just adds a whole new level of like like basically like something they can say like yeah this is what's good about the movie like just looking at every single scene in the movie you're like oh my gosh that's like interesting mm-hmm. like just the different aspects of it and everything it's just so it's just better yeah yeah no that's that's a good point i guess yeah no i thought we were strictly talking about just interstellar in general because i don't know like what they can do with animating but like like yeah i do agree with the point like bringing all the like the different spider-mans into like an animated like movie and just exploring the possibilities of that no, I, I, yeah, no, that's, I think that's a good point. Because I, I haven't seen Spider Into the Spider Verse yet, and I really want to. What? I have it on my list. Oh, that's a problem. I, I Into the Spider Verse is an actual masterpiece. I'll start watching it. <laughs> yep. Better. Oh, also, uh, you guys, you guys know the the movie Cats? Uh, I don't know if you heard about it. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to forget about it. Though. It's been like, what? 15 years in the making or something was uh, it was planned oh as an animated movie was it? it was planned oh, as an animated so movie better. and a long production somehow came live action and look what we got how did they how um, did that happen like I, just imagine I, like, I in, the, in the on the boardroom they're like okay so the animation isn't going well so let's just make it harder on ourselves mm-hmm. to make it live action Oh, also to 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 source through the tweet about animated remakes. Uh, we're not very big, but I I like to I want to source my sources. So awesome. from at Ryan Colt Levy, that is at R Y A N C O L T L E V Y. Yep. Wait, what? Oh, that was it. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that. 
cool. On the topic of cats, shall we read just a, a few like cats reviews? Because I, I I've read a lot of them and I think they're hilarious. They're pretty. Fun. Actually, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah I okay. Can make some funny stuff. Uh, also, um, one more thing about the anime <laughs> remakes. <laughs> Another person in 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 the uh, replies to this tweet, uh, they were saying. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this word by word and then uh, source them at the end. Uh, an animated Inception remake, but the deeper they go, the more experimental the animation gets. And I think really experimental animation is super cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, do 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 you remember that scene in Inside Out where um, I don't actually I don't remember what happens, but they're like going through this area and then they, oh they, the memories. Was it the uh, I don't know. It's they're with Bing Bong and and yeah, like, they're Bing going Bong. through this area yeah. and the the art style keeps on changing until mm-hmm. it's like very simplified, very abstract. Oh, when they were stuck in the imagination room. Yeah, I know. What sure. You're yeah, about. yeah, that thing. Yep. I, I think that. I like like Inception. Uh. Uh, cool movie. Kind. Of, I watched like some of it because uh, my my sister is watching it sometime. But like I think uh when they like the concept of them going deeper and the animation getting more experimental is super cool cuz seeing animation that's like uh really like abstract and completely mm-hmm. different from like what is usually seen like how Spider-Verse is is such a unique art style is really cool. Right. And I yeah. think that's also a really good idea and that was from at Queen Era 2, that is Q-U-E-E-N-I-R-A-2. If you're watching this, hello. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? How's your day? <laughs> is it fun if I take leave for a second and then you guys can yeah. continue? Uh, yeah, uh, Butter and right. I can uh, pull right the back. conversation. No, yeah. No, I... That's true, honestly. I... Yeah, no, I I do agree. Like exploring the like the more so like animation like you know possibilities. But this is my opinion like entirely, right? I feel like mm-hmm. for me, I'm more prone to be impressed by stunning and beautiful like visuals like in real life or like using live action. Um, just to name one, Doctor Strange, one of the best like movies. Doctor I've ever Strange seen. is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, like it's. In, like insane like the visuals and the, the graphics and you know just to like just say like we can you, you definitely can do a lot more with it when you turn it into like an animated series but mm-hmm. at that point i'm not going to be as impressed because i'm like oh well you know it's sure it looks pretty but also like i know what it looks like in but real we life. have to we have to watch your name at some point you you don't know the peak of animation which one your name it's oh, like you're... it's so well animated there's so many shows that. that when I think of one, I think good. of Spirited Away. I think that was also one of the. Dude, I, I need to. I need to watch more Ghibli movies. Yeah, <laughs> I've watched uh, one and a half and a half. <laughs> that's that's a that's a movie. No, I I what I'm saying is I've watched one movie and there's two others that I have not been able to finish. Actually. Because uh, both of them, I started at a friend's house and then we had to leave. Wait. So I, I've watched uh, the entirety of. Castle in the Sky. I like Castle oh, in the Sky. Oh, that's the one I was thinking of. Oh my gosh. I, I, I like Castle in the Sky. I like uh, the, uh, the, the Laputa. Is that the song? Yeah, Laputa is a good song. Um, I watched most of Totoro. I think I, 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 I didn't finish like the last, 
like 10 minutes or something, which is real unfortunate. Um, Totoro is cool, but I, I didn't understand as much since I was pretty young. And yeah. uh, the last one was Ponyo, which... Ponyo, I've also heard of that. I don't remember, like, anything about it. <laughs> but I, I really want to watch, like, um, uh, Spirit Away, Grave of the have Fireflies. You, have you seen Howl's Moving Castle. Castle? Yep, okay. Yeah, I want to watch Howl's Moving Castle, yeah. Those are the classics. Dude, I just, I, I, I love animation so much. Yeah. It's, it's so much you can do with it. It's great. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I I haven't seen a lot of them. I've seen like pretty much Spirited Away, House Moving Castle, and the cats. The Cat Returns is the three that I've watched. I've unfortunately the cat returns. I don't not watched. I don't know if I've heard about that one. I don't remember. Much. I might have. I might know like the the Japanese name, but I I don't know like the. Uh, I don't know if I've heard about that one. I think it was just basically like. There's a, a like a towel or a tower in the middle of like a, a city, and all the cats just like live in there. And this girl like, I don't know, defeats the big evil cat by teaming up with other cats. <laughs> That's as much as I can. Is she a human? Yeah. Is that is that is that animal abuse? <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's actually a new movie that came out, like, just this year called A Whisker Away, and kind of, kind of sounds similar to that. Oh. Uh, this, this girl, I, the, it, I don't really know the, the whole synopsis of it, but it was, like, this girl, um, somehow, uh, like, someday she, she's, she, like, wakes up as a cat, and, uh, she tries to get close to this boy, and that was, like, the initial trailer, and then I, I learned when it was on Netflix, they, they had a Netflix trailer. And then I learned that um, then, like, some point in the movie, she joins this colony of cats and something goes on. I was like, what? That's kind of wacky. <laughs> Wait, that sounds awfully familiar to, um, I don't know, it could be a movie that I've seen or anything like that. But <laughs> okay, um, one of the... I, I, I don't know. There was like a period of time. I remember that I would watch a lot of the Oscar-nominated animated movies. Mm-hmm. And two of them being Song of the Sea and Life as a Pickle. So Song of the Sea... Life as a Zucchini. Oh, like, sorry. Life as a Zucchini. <laughs> he is not the funniest thing I've ever seen. He is a Zucchini. Right. <laughs> I don't know why it's a pickle, but yeah, Life as a Zucchini. I really like that one because... Even though, like, it's not, like, you know, visually stunning. I think it's lighthearted and kind of just, like, huh. But Song of the Sea, one of the best, like, movies in animated movies I've ever watched. Like, everything about it. It's, oh, it's on Netflix? Yeah, I have heard good things about Song of the Sea. It is on Netflix, yeah. Wait, oh my I gosh. watched it yet. I so. did not notice. Yeah, but everything about the, the soundtracks... The, the the graphics and just the story in general is incredible. Hey, look at that. Grant's back. Hey, it took a long time. Sorry. Yeah, well, we're just talking <laughs> about like movies that we like. Yes. Yeah. I also like movies. I, I might have to, yeah, after what you said, I might have to take back my word on uh, saying Interstellar as a live-action remake. but I Or not live-action, animated remake. 
I don't know. I just thought it would be kind of cool because mm-hmm. your name has very nice shots of, of, of the sky. Okay, for a quick break, um, one review that I've seen so far about the movie Cats is that Clint Worthington said, by the time I left the theater, I wasn't even sure what a real cat looked like anymore. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? <laughs> Yep. That's it. Okay. <laughs> okay, back to session. Uh, hey, hey, Grant, this is a thing you might want to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. The One Piece live-action remake that Netflix is going to be producing. I do talk about a little bit, but there's also something else I want to talk about. But we'll get to that maybe after, maybe not. I don't know. I kind of want to eat food. Um, but uh, this, this should be a short conversation. Yeah, um, let's see. I, I, I had... A good amount of hope with this, and then uh, Avatar yeah, producer I was like, "Oh, yeah." I, I kind of have less hope. The the one thing that's keeping me, or this maybe two things. Um, Ichiro Oda, uh, official or original the mangaka, which is the author of the manga. Mm-hmm. Um, that's some that's some weeb words for you Japanese. Awesome. Uh, he's 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 like um like, right he's uh. An executive producer of the series. Yeah. So, as long as he doesn't uh, like say in the next week, uh, I'm leaving the production. I, I I still have some faith in the show. Also, I've heard from a friend. I haven't actually checked my sources on this yet, but um, I've heard that it's going to have the same budget as a uh, Game of Thrones. Which is which is wacky. That's like a lot of money going into. Also, that's that my is a sister. lot of money. Don't, like, uh, that'd be really that. awesome. But like the thing is, just again, like with the uh, making things out of action, like, it just limits the world. And like the world of One Piece is just so it's just done so like correctly and right in it. It's, like, it's, it's, it's such an expertly written world. Like just, uh, yeah. right now, Butter can't really know. talk about because he hasn't watched. Uh, yeah, but like One Piece, it's just you know, it's it, I don't know, but no, I. I yeah, I think it might. It, it could be good. It could be bad. I don't know yet. <laughs> I, I've been saying this to you, um, but uh, Luffy stretching his arm—that's gonna be so weird in live action. Yeah. Ooh, also, um, One Piece. Its sound effects—they're um, very cartoonish. Which, like, I don't—I don't know if it was a reason because of budget early on, but like, they've kept the cartoonish. Uh, sound effects, which 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 are a part of the show at this point, I, I like them. I don't know how that's gonna transition into live action. It's gonna be weird when uh when when Nami punches Luffy and it's not like a, a funny bonk. It's like an actual punch. <laughs> yeah, I, I it's just it's, it seems so interesting. I don't know, but um... I, I I hope it's good. If if the uh if Achiro Oda, masterpiece writer, is on on board. And uh, and in the production, I, I I have hope it will be at least somewhat decent. Yeah. So here's a topic I wanted to bring up real quick is, um, the have you guys heard of the Avatar Dreams game for PS4? Oh yes. Uh, yeah. By Elko pretty, Gaming. Yeah, the guy I've seen YouTube videos of him making, and it's wow. It's it's, it's pretty cool. Like I I it's. It's interesting to see how far you can get with that platform, <laughs> right? Because like that's insane. The thing he's done with that. Have people finally started like doing really cool things in in dreams? Yeah, 
Not like only so many people though, but like it's just it's the thing I when I first came out, I was like, man, what I like my ideal like path for this to go on is he makes he's like keeps working on his dreams game, either makes it or like during making it, like Nickelodeon or someone like is like, all oh, right, this is actually like a great idea. Let's like get him on this project and help him out. Like let's like let's make this like official thing. Like that would be so cool. Cause I think I honestly yeah. I think they make it make like the way that he's doing it so far, like he's making this game, is like really impressive and it looks fun. Like yeah. yeah. That's kind of like what they did with uh, Sonic Mania, you know. Um, the uh, the the lead uh, producers of that game, uh, they made like, I think it was like fan games or like uh, mods of like the original Sonic Two. Oh Sonic yeah, games. yeah. And I've then seen, and then like... the Sonic team were like, hey, hey, you want to like make an official Sonic game? And they did. And then they made Sonic Mania, which people say is like the greatest uh, Sonic game since like was Generations or Colors, mm-hmm. right? Which is awesome. Which is cool. I think generation is generations after colors. I can't remember. Whatever. That's hey, I don't. I don't know. I don't I know much about after. Sonic stuff. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> but I do know those two games specifically. Also, the old ones I've heard. Saw it, like just today, but apparently, uh, Mr. Scott Cawthon, Scott Cawthon, guy who makes the FNAF games, apparently he's funding fan games so they can be released multi-platform, which is kind of cool. That is wow. That was like really uh, nice. official developers supporting fan games, which kind of aligns with you hoping Nickelodeon mm-hmm. execs like pick up the uh, the dream dreams game, which is cool. Yeah, I think it's be a nice, a good way to. First of all, I think it's good for the business because like they can they can or it's good for both. I think both sides can benefit from it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like the developer. Gets to make an actual job out of it instead of just making it like for free because he's not getting paid. <laughs> this is all <laughs> a side project. And then, you know, Nickelodeon can have like publicity on it. Or, like I don't not publicity. Yeah, I guess publicity kind of works. But like they can they can have more. Um, yeah, just kind of gain internet points. If you know what I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of lost track of what I was thinking. But yeah, I, I kind of wish more like just... big country or not countries, big companies like bring on um uh uh like fans of the game who are like who are actually or are, are proven to have like um skill or like expertise in like uh, mm. in, in this case game design to like actually be brought onto their team because as as seen with the Sonic Mania stuff, it's like it 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 worked. Like yeah. by by directly taking um, uh, someone from their from their audience uh, and to to create game, it, it worked well. But you don't see that enough, mm-hmm. which is I mean, why I like indie games is, a lot. <laughs> yeah, like I was gonna say, like indie games are really cool because like like you you can see the popularity that like like the passion that's behind them, and it'd be cool if if um, more big developers took some of those indie game like um or like i guess not like like the best way to say it would just be like like elka gaming is making this game this avatar game right he mm-hmm. you know they just like allow him to have more freedom with it because like mm-hmm. 
yeah, just a lot, like, but not give any, or don't take a, that, I can't speak, I'm too tired. Um, don't take any, like, control or, like, like, you know, just give more freedom, not less. Mm -hmm. And don't restrict it just because you want to have, like, ownership of the property. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that really is a nice. problem with, um, mm -hmm. that, that's kind of a problem with companies taking, uh, like, indie developers under the wing. Yeah. That's the thing is I don't that if you didn't bust it that too often, but sometimes you get like a an indie game that has like so much potential. I act I think I thought I had a series of like the tip of my my tongue I could name off, but like sometimes you like get an indie developer, make a cool game, and then they're like taken under the wing of like a triple A company, but and then they get less creative freedom and what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah, um, Speaking of indie games, um, this is not like a really big indie game, but I like okay. I the only games that I really, really play is on my computer or my phone. But on um, Apple Arcade, there's a game called Neo Cab, and I think it's probably like the game of its generation, or like one of the first. It it's basically um, it's like I think it's really cool because it takes you. It takes place in like a like a like twenty years from now or like forty years from now, where basically oh, like I think I've heard about this game. Yeah, basically like a like a like a corporation that basically takes advantage of people, you know, takes over the world and everything, and just Neil dystopian. Kind of, yeah. Mm, and yeah. it's it's dystopian only if you choose if you choose it to be, you know, like because like if you move to like the city, you're definitely gonna see it. But if you don't live in the city, then you probably won't encounter it. But basically, you play as the main character who is a cab driver, and you there's like six days that you're gonna be spending at the city, and you know every day you get to choose who you pick up and the conversations that you have with them, and it's really like interesting because like there's like really certain aspects of like being a cab driver because like they'll give you options to be like hey make sure that your customers are having a good conversation with you so they give you good tips and good star ratings you know or else they will. And my my uh, yeah all the laptop just running the live recording. Oh, all right, it's back. It's okay, back. Cool. We're good. Yeah, and just like the game, it feels so refreshing to play because it's not like anything I've ever played before, and for it to be like featured, you know, on like Apple, like I've never heard of the company before, and I'm pretty sure it's just like a small team of people that worked on the game because like for the credits, it's not a lot. It's just the same people over and over again, but. It's just like playing it like that, like really gave me like some kind of just like escape, you know? Because it's like, wow, like you play this like cab driver that basically can change the the whole world based on what you do and things like that. Yeah. And I think like in my opinion, like indie games are really cool if you find the right one, right? But because mm -hmm. like there's so many, but yeah, kind of like what you said. I think just... uh, I might have a game that you might like. My my friends told me about this one. Uh, I haven't one? tried it out myself yet. I've heard good things about it. It's called Valhalla, except it's like spelled VA-11 space Hall-A. But basically, um, you're like you're a bartender, 
at, at a bar and the whole game is basically just like you, you you interact with characters and you just hear about their lives and uh oh. you might like that it's is that somewhat similar to uh yeah how neo cab is yep pretty much yeah coffee yeah. talk is also kind of similar to that too coffee talk i haven't yeah. heard of that one they're also the bar the bartender oh it's uh, got like a 9 out of 10 on steam yeah. I, I, I saw Valhalla got a 10 out of 10 on Steam. Yep. That's what? Insane. Valhalla has a 10 out of 10 on Steam. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> well, I know which game I'm going to be playing. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, uh. Anybody else have, like, one more thing to talk about? I think we should be ending off just uh, soon-ish. Yeah, I'm kind of... Any, any last uh, topics? Um, I mean, I don't have a topic, but I also have another indie game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, basically, it's called Mutazion, and the gist of the game is that you, you know, you 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 like go to this island that your grandpa grandpa lives in, and he's dying, and you try to like discover the secret of the island by going around talking to the people and stuff, and at the end, and the really cool thing about it is like while you're doing that, you can also collect seeds of different plants on the island and then you can make your own garden and the garden the, the plants correspond to like a certain song or music so like there's it's like either like melancholic or happy or joyous or sad the songs will change according to what plants you put in and i think that's a really cool like, interaction with the game hmm. so yeah i really like it when you it's especially like with open world games you know i feel like freedom is a lot more like accessible and just like i know like the only thing i think of when i think of an open world game is gta 5 but i feel like even then there's like a lot more that you can do or you could should be able to do with a game like that but mm-hmm. wait gta 5 is the first uh, open world game that comes to your mind well i mean he's he's kind of limited in his game options yeah. Yeah, I figured you were going to say that, and I really want to try Breath of the Wild. but It's good, but I Aren't think you that's... You got, you, got, you yeah. got stuff to... You want to talk about? No, I really, I really I'm really, super, super tired. All right. <laughs> uh, any closing statements, anybody? Um, I think it's uh, about time to wrap up. Thank you for listening, Tersh. Yeah. Uh, thank you for uh, the people who tuned into uh, Grant's stream, and thank you to anyone who is uh, watching this podcast on like uh, YouTube or like Spotify. If you're gonna upload it there, butter. Yep. yep. We should yeah, get so every, we should get it most places. I don't know, or as 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 far as we can. You know, we're gonna we'll try our hardest to get it as mm-hmm. accessible as possible. Yeah. Um. I just need to put it. The, the link RSS link to put it in, but we can figure that out. Yeah, we, we, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out our next time. first episode. Like yeah, forty minutes you. of it was about Avatar and we'll Korra. Yeah, but... we'll try to work on balancing like topics <laughs> yeah. and like transitions and other things. We're still figuring out stuff. Like we literally just decided this yesterday, so now uh-huh. we'll have like at least a week to, <laughs> uh, you know, figure out some different things. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I I I like I also I think um. I, I did like talking about Avatar and Korra a lot, but like the latter half when we were bouncing between different uh, topics was also nice too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 
for for those who have gone to the end, if you like to uh, like comment or like, like tell and subscribe us if you got any uh, any topics you want us to talk about in the next podcast episode. Yeah, that'd be good. Yep. Yeah. We love we love anything gaming, movies, television. Like we love content. Some places YouTube videos. I don't know, funny, mm-hmm. funny, interesting YouTube videos. Um, yeah, just uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys thank for you. watching. Yeah. All right. Hope. So yeah. Thank you for for watching. Uh, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. All right. Bye-bye.